Hello everyone. This is Aksham and this is Sajal. Welcome to another episode of the Ordinary Tales podcast. Because of the ongoing pandemic, we felt that everybody needed a break and so did we. And now since the conditions are improving and the world is recovering strong, Aksham and I are also back and we're hoping to record some amazing content in the future. So stay safe and enjoy at home. So today's episode is based on electric vehicles. Okay, Sajal. So I'm not hundred percent con uh, convinced on electric vehicles being better than fuel vehicles. What do you have to say? Um. Yeah. So first of all, I don't think we need to explain what electric vehicles are. It's a uh, self-explanatory. Uh. But we do need to consider why are electric vehicles better, and if not, why so. So uh, ever since we have known about electric vehicles we have always been told or believed that they are better than fuel car so uh, why is it so so uh, one of the main reason is that uh, running all cars on fossil fuels mean 100 con- 100% consumption of uh, fossil fuels right but uh, electric vehicles run on electricity and electricity is not uh, solely produced from fossil fuels it is also produced from wind or uh, hydroelectricity on nuclear so that means that dependence on fossil fuels is reduced if we shift to electric vehicles but uh, don't you think that in india i believe uh, fossil fuels are the main source of electricity around 60% of electricity is uh, basically generated from burning of coal so how is that better i mean uh, if you would consider that uh, you are using fossil fuels to generate electricity then to distribute it and sending it to charging stations won't that just add up in infrastructure uh you're right in the case of india but it's not as simple as it seems but if you consider countries which are transitioning towards carbon zero emissions there the electricity is not being solely produced from fossil fuels there the electricity is actually being considered pure so in that cases the electric vehicles are a huge uh, benefit on so on top of that a new study has shown that electric cars lead to lower carbon emissions overall even if the electricity generation still relies on fossil fuels and that is because when you're burning fossil fuel directly in your car's engine then the byproducts are more harmful such as sulfur and nitrogen but if that same fossil fuel is being used to generate electricity in a controlled environment such as in industries there the prior products are less harmful and also the gases which are produced are not directly released into the environment they are first treated and then released so that's the main reason why burning fossil fuels in industries is better as compared to directly burning in your vehicle okay surely i get your point i mean uh, we can accustom this to the success of tesla in us and china i mean uh, tesla has gone to heights right now the stock is at, at uh, all time high right now people are buying more teslas there's all, already a long waiting list in that but uh, considering india let's say see uh, what i believe is yeah the electric cars are expensive than fuel cars uh, because uh, it requires a battery pack uh, 
uh, underneath the car that needs to power the vehicle but uh, what i think is uh, even before that you need a lot of investment you need to procure lithium you need to arrange charging stations you need to construct a new facility which uh, if you see in case of fuel cars is not there you can just assemble a engine uh, and just put it in a car and just send up i mean it's not that easy but as compared to electric vehicles uh, it's more streamlined so yeah actually you touched a few good points there so as you said that tesla has been gaining popularity in the us and the china so these countries are like more forward they have a better vision of the future india has not been like up to par in terms of electric vehicles infrastructure so consider you have a electric vehicle and electric vehicles have a definite uh, charge they hold so it will run out of battery and then you'll be stranded but uh, if you have a fuel vehicle then you know that you'll soon uh, run into a petrol pump and you just can refill and go on this yeah. is not the same case in terms of electric vehicles you will not find a charging station nearby so this is like one of the major reason that people have not been buying rapidly into electric vehicles they are skeptical about its range so i believe that this is the main reason in india the poor infrastructure yeah that and i feel sometimes like uh, after so long uh, on request or not i don't know of indians but uh, tesla came to india and but now the government is imposing 100% uh, import duty on that so it is being imported as a cbu i mean they could have just uh, considered it as an exceptional case like for, for a 27 lakh car you need to pay 55 lakhs so that's not viable so technically uh, like uh, model 3 if i remember is the cheapest model available in the tesla right now and uh, model 3 is the most popular model that is uh, being sold in the us just because it is less expensive but in india like uh, 55 56 lakhs is a good amount of money for anyone to spend on a car and it would be definitely considered as a luxury so yeah. somewhere sometimes yeah government also plays a role in this okay so, so my next question is to you is so let us consider this example so fossil fuel is endangered right now right uh, like we are running out of reserves for petrol and diesel so what about lithium i mean uh, lithium ion battery requires a lot of metals lot of chemicals and i believe lithium is also in shortage right now so wouldn't that impact the environment yeah so like and everything in the world is limited right now except you yeah. know things like solar obviously but uh, yeah but lithium has like it's not as endangered as fossil fuel but it will be if we like consider the long impact of electric vehicles and also the recycling of lithium is there but it is not as productive as it seems because lithium is something which can't be recycled cheap so it's uh, rather cheap to buy a new battery instead of recycling lithium battery so what do you think like uh, let's say about 50 60 down uh, 50 60 years down the road do you think lithium will cost as much as uh, a liter of petrol like lithium batteries are quite cheap right now you can get one for uh, 35 or 40 rupees i believe uh, and it's rechargeable so you can use it many times so as a liter of petrol you'll get it for right now during the price hikes it's around 80 rupees per liter and 
I mean, yeah, we know how uh, far a car gets on a liter of petrol. So, what do you think? So, in fifty to sixty years, do you think that lithium uh, cost will increase, or how do you predict that? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure what it will be because fifty, sixty years down the line, uh, maybe the whole dependence of electric vehicles will not be on lithium ions only. there could be chemical batteries also even besides chemical there could be another source of electric vehicle batteries so yeah if we consider that there's no advancement then it might be the case that lithium will get expensive but uh, like i believe 5060 is a long year of time and there surely will be an advancement uh, now i'm being a little bit skeptical and going over the line i would say but uh, i mean uh, petrol powered car can just run on uh, like you put in your key uh, put it into ignition press a button and it will just start up but in yeah. case of electric vehicles you need uh, chips you need socs to basically control every motor in the car i mean uh, basically i wanted to point out uh, like for example right now uh, superconductor industry is running short on chips there's a global shortage even for mobile devices and coming of electric cars uh, i believe would just put more pressure on that shortage i mean this is a long uh, way right now it's not uh, something that needs to be considered as of right now but i just wanted to point it out that uh, won't you think yeah. that we that will be a problem in future or it could play the other way around seeing the rise of electric vehicles it uh, and seeing the increased demands of chips maybe the shortage will end and the production would increase so let's hope that it plays out this way uh, now i want to talk about a specific uh, company in india ola so ola mm-hmm. has been in news a lot about its e scooter factory in uh, bangalore and the ola's uh, e scooter factory is uh, uh, predicted to make an ev every 2 seconds so uh, what do you think about uh, ola's uh, venture in electric vehicles in india Yeah, see, I feel that's a great initiative. But uh, Ola, being Ola, has a lot of money to invest. Uh, like for example, if I remember correctly, the whole project is uh, in hundreds of million. I last read it was about three hundred million dollars investment uh, for the factory. Uh, if we remove the pandemic from the picture, I think it's still a long way to go uh, for Ola to be uh, widespread in India uh, in the electric vehicle domain. for example setting up wireless chargers uh, producing scooters and uh, for example uh, right now an activa scooter costs about 50 to 60000 rupees but uh, i believe uh, that ola scooter would be i guess above 1 lakh because yeah batteries are a little bit expensive to put in in a vehicle i mean the bajaj chetak is also relaunching uh, in an electric vehicle form and its uh, predicted cost is around 1 lakh 40000 so for the indian market even uh, like ola is expected to invest around 2 billion dollars in the next 5 years but uh, i don't think indians uh, going from 60000 to 140000 in the next 5 years so it's it will be a challenge for ola to adapt and grow but yeah as i said that uh, ola has money to invest Uh, like for example uh, setting up an electric charging uh, plant and whole infrastructure uh, setting up thousands of stations 
all over india requires a lot of inflow of cash yeah it's possible that uh, companies like ola uber and multinational companies for example reliance tata they could come up with uh, more innovative ideas uh, to introduce electric vehicles in india but then there comes a sort of thing that uh, turns it down for example recently uh, tata nexon the most selling electric vehicle in india right now just uh, recently delhi government announced that uh, it's delisting tata basically they are not providing any more uh, subsidies on uh, tata nexon just because uh, one person found out that the range specified by arai on the tata vehicle is actually not the real range and he was getting a lot less so there was launch there was a probe launch into this i uh, forgot to follow up on that story but i believe that right now delhi government is not providing any subsidy on tata nexon so like tata nexon uh, popularity of tata nexon gained a lot of traction uh, in the last few months but uh, then something or the other things comes up and it just halts the whole uh, craze of electric vehicles i would say i mean like uh, for example let's uh, take kona so kona is uh, for those of you, you, you who don't know uh, kona is an electric vehicle that is uh, from hyundai and it's been in india indian markets for uh, more than 2 years i suppose but i have personally never seen kona on road anywhere it's a uh, uh, it's priced around 25 to 30 lakhs rupees so yeah but it can be considered an pre- a premium vehicle in indian markets but uh, i personally haven't seen uh, any kona electric car anywhere so if companies like ola uber and let's say tata comes up with more innovative solutions to adapt to indian markets yeah i can definitely see down the road 5 uh, years from now that we'll all be in a electric vehicle so what you mean to say is right now any electric vehicle that comes to the market is going to be expensive and that is understandable uh one thing i wanted to point out in the ola story is that ola recently uh, planned out to set up 1000 charging stations in 5 years mm-hmm. so i think that is a very crucial point because as we said earlier that infrastructure poor infrastructure is a uh, biggest hurdle in india for the low growth of ev if you have a lot of charging stations or let's say a charging station at each petrol pump then only people would be you know promoted to buy electric vehicle because then they'll be not care of running out of charge or being stranded so i think ola has understood that problem and they are working towards it okay so let me just get down to the brass tactics uh, what do you have to say about charging of an electric vehicle like for example if i take out my shift right now i can just uh, fill it up to brim in less than around 5 minutes i would say and uh, charging of a electric vehicle takes overnight like 8 hours or 9 hours i feel that's a little inconvenient i would say i agree that uh, charging time is uh, something which i am also you know not impressed by but yeah i think that is something we could you know adjust to if we had to if we look at the bigger picture of electric vehicles saving the environment then i think charging time should not come in our way because on the road uh, charging could be you know a hurdle but at home you, as you said like you can overnight charge and you know be good to go in the morning and also for like charging on the road uh, fast charging has been definitely you know coming up in teslas and all and uh, like definitely there will be a time wherein 
fast charging would be supported in every other electric vehicle so what do you think like i mean what i'm saying right now is uh, what if we could just eliminate the whole charging at home point like uh, basically uh, in that case we are not powering it from the battery we are just using a constant source of electricity for the whole journey so uh, there's a company in germany called siemens if i'm uh, pronouncing it correctly so they have developed a e highway so the pentagraph that you see on a metros or uh, like railways so they have integrated that on trucks and basically on the road you have overhanging cables and the pentagraph connects the truck to these cables and then these cables power the uh, truck so in these cases the energy from the cables is being directly used to run the vehicle and not and the battery is not being used they have a battery for emergency cases and when you want to switch the lanes and when you lower that's when you lower the pentagraph so they have a battery but it's not the um, main driving force in the vehicle so this type kind of technology can be used to power uh, electric vehicles but keep in mind that this is a very expensive technology as you need a lot of money and infrastructure to lay down these cables so uh, this kind of technology do exist but it is not feasible right now so what i could understand from that is it's something like the trams that runs in kolkata but on steroids like i mean the trams have a, a predecided path they can't change lanes or such but in this case uh, the vehicle is allowed to change lanes and move freely on the roads right yeah exactly so what is your opinion about uh, hybrid cars i mean they have a battery pack uh, just like a, a normal electric vehicle Uh, but in this case the battery pack is quite small like it's generally placed under the co-driver seat and uh, if we look at the real life examples hybrid cars uh, didn't become as popular in india i don't know why but uh, like they have a lot of range uh, they give out uh, excellent mileage uh, for example if i let uh, let me consider my car i drive a swift and i get around 18 kilometers uh, after driving uh, very carefully and most of the drives that i take are on flyover so there's not of not a lot of red lights or stopping and i i can get around 8 18 kilometers uh, from a liter in that but in case of a hybrid swift uh, which sadly was not launched in india the on paper efficiency is around 35 to 40 kilometers that's almost like doubling it so yeah. uh, what i wanted to point out is uh, that electric vehicles require lo- uh, requires a lot of infrastructure cost setting up vehicles setting up charging stations setting up sta- uh, manufacturing facilities whereas hybrid uh, vehicles are built on top of a normal fuel vehicle it's generally a battery pack that is installed and that is used when the car needs uh, immediate acceleration and the rest of the technology was almost same like it gets charged when the vehicle is stopping uh, the cost of the vehicle does not increases significantly for example if you would take uh, tata nexon it comes in both electric and uh, petrol versions petrol version is a lot cheaper the electric version is a lot more expensive but the hybrid vehicle if it's introduced would lie somewhere between that and i would say it would be more towards the petrol costing so Uh, do you think uh, that uh, hybrid is the way to go or we should just directly transition to electric vehicles right now yeah i think um, hybrid is 
the way to go because as we have been pointing out again and again that electric cars need a lot of infrastructure and uh, we need to transition from fossil fuel so hybrid like being a intermediary can definitely you know push people in that direction that we want to go ultimately yeah i mean over the next 10 to 15 years it is inevitable that we will be completely shifting to electric vehicles so i think hybrid vehicles although introduced a long time ago uh, can now serve a transition uh, period between uh, going from fuel based vehicles to electric vehicles yeah that uh, there are still advancements to be made in the ev sector and over the 10 15 years we it's possible that we completely shift from lithium to some other metal uh, like discoveries are made daily there are inventions that are made daily i believe uh, that for ev to be an everyday technology there needs to be a lot of advancement in the sectors which will not occur over a few years but in fact over a decade like i definitely see over the after uh, let's say about 10 15 years that everything that is being run on fossil fuels right now would be running on electricity and let's hope that that electricity is not being produced from fossil fuels and be is being produced from renewable sources like wind and solar energy so from a discussion today uh, the answer to the question that are evs better uh, is not simple so from an environment point of view it would seem that electric vehicles are better since they are not solely dependent on fossil fuels but uh, from like market point of view in terms of infrastructure cost and range there is still a lot of advancements needed before we can actually call them better than the vehicles that we have right now and uh, in case of india particularly we are i believe we are a lot behind because we don't have the correct inf- infrastructure we don't have any major plans of coming uh, sites ola and some government projects also there need to be government provisions and you know policy supporting manufacturing of evs and also import importing as you said of in case of tesla i really do hope that we in the coming future we you know move as fast as possible towards evs we hope you like this episode of electric vehicles and if you feel that you need to say something or add something feel free to ping any one of us and we'll be happy to have you on our episode thank you for listening and stay safe